everyone. Welcome back to Three Dumb Blondes. We are so excited today because we are going to be interviewing psychic medium Stephanie Joe, and she is actually going to be at Kristen's baby shower doing readings, which we're also really excited about. So let's give her a call. Hey, Stephanie, it's Kristen. Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Um, I have Michaela and Cody here, Hi. just so you know. Hi. So, we just wanted to ask you a couple questions. Um, okay. Well, first of all, you're coming to my baby shower, which I'm, like, so excited about. <laughs> Cody, it'll, Cody was it'll like... Be fun. Cody's like, don't you think it's weird to, like, have a medium at a baby shower? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't think it's weird. But um, how did you, like, realize you were be- were a medium? Um, ever since I was little, like, uh, a year and a half, I can remember um, seeing people that I was talking to and my parents couldn't see, and they just called them my imaginary friends. Um, and then as I got older, it just wouldn't go away and I would see people and I would just know things that like other people didn't know and I didn't really understand it and honestly most of the time it scared the crap out of me as a kid yeah I can't imagine yeah I didn't have anybody to talk to or to like (laughs) explain it to me like what was happening so I mean back then there weren't there weren't the shows of the paranormal and it it wasn't such a big thing so people didn't talk about it and I didn't really know what was happening but I do you have young do you have like family anyone that like can do it no oh my gosh (laughs) yeah I'm the only one (laughs) how how do you like see them like do you see people um yeah like for the spirits that are just trapped here, um, I see them all the time. Sometimes it's like, a, you know, you just catch something out of the corner of your eye or I'll see like a figure standing somewhere. Um, and the ones in heaven, it's different because when I connect to them, then I'm seeing sometimes they'll show themselves to me um, so I can give a description sometimes they'll just tell me how they are connected um and they'll show me things or just tell me things and then I relay those messages to their loved ones so what's the difference like why why is one trapped here first like one being crossed over or whatever some souls don't cross over when they pass and I find that a lot of those are either it was a very traumatic passing um, and they weren't ready to go Um, some don't even realize that they're dead so they haven't like processed the fact that they've passed Um, some stay because of land or people Um, I've come across so many different reasons why certain spirits won't leave and some I've tried to convince to cross over and they won't um 
they're very stubborn <laughs> and and some you know want to go to heaven but they just miss their chance and then they kind of get lost so i have to help them that sounds sad yeah it is i've cried a lot it's a very emotional thing you know when they're telling you their story and when they're just so lost and then you kind of help them process what has happened to them and and sometimes just acknowledging it and and that's enough yeah you just acknowledge them and what happened to them and sometimes that's enough to get them to go but some want to be here and so they just stay one time someone said to me like there's earthbound and then there's like like ones that kind of have unfinished business or like have family like or people that like need them to an extent like Mm -hmm. they're more earthbound for the time being so I don't know if that's like the same thing yeah that's that's I guess I don't really use like any terms for anything because for me it's just I've um I've kind of had to learn it myself along the way so um I see a lot of you know names and and things that people give certain things and and to me it's I don't classify it like that Um, but the earthbound spirits uh, what they're talking about would be the spirits that have not gone to heaven that are still here and those are the ones that they speak differently so when I talk to them they talk to me as if they're still alive so it's like they try to actually speak instead of when I talk to the ones in heaven it's it's like a telepathic connection like they tell me things I hear it in my mind and sometimes I have a hard time getting the ones that are earthbound to talk to me that way because they still feel like they're they're alive in some way yeah so it's it gets very interesting are you <laughs> able to know how long people are going to be on like not in heaven yet um sometimes and and there are certain souls that you know some people go to heaven as soon as they pass their loved ones come for them before (laughs) they pass and then they just take them right over um and some want to stay you know for a few days or it's different for every soul but some will stay like a week or two after they've died and then they want to make sure that their family's okay they want to some have actually said they just wanted to see how many people showed up at their funeral (laughs) that would be me that That would be me yeah for real yeah yeah and then they then they cross over so you have a time limit you know it's not like you have to go as soon as you pass but if you don't go in a certain time then then that's when you become what they would call earthbound you know you kind of get stuck and so like, you what definitely is, don't want that to happen. So, like, what's the process of helping them become, like, unearthbound? Um, for me, it, it was really strange because I didn't really know what I was doing. Or, you know, there's no, like, manual to how to do these things. So, um, I kind of just went with what my intuition told me. And, and I would go to places and uh, I would ask god to open the light for them um and 
there was actually like physical evidence of it in a lot of the places that we were because like it would get really bright out um and we would get evps of them saying thank you and you know like as they were crossing um but i just basically open a a light and i ask god to take the souls and then they go so what is like your opinion like on like if somebody was like a terrible person like what is is there like a hell or like do you get what I'm trying to ask yeah there is a hell um not not as many souls go to hell as people might think and the difference is that I have found is that um there's a huge misconception with you know the bible and you know if you commit suicide you're going to hell if you do all this you're going to hell and and that's honestly not the case um most of the suicides that i have encountered have crossed over to heaven um it's different for them up there they don't just get to go rest like everyone else Mm -hmm. um if you're if you have issues and and you have things to atone for you're you're still in heaven but it's you don't get the the instant peace and that everybody imagines and if your soul is good sometimes the soul is good and the physical aspect is something that god can't control so if your brain has something wrong or you're chemically imbalanced and and you're just crazy or you're not right in the head and you do things because your physical body, um, you know, is wrong, God doesn't hold that against you. So if you are an evil person and you're just doing these things because you want to and because there's nothing, like, physically wrong with you, then, yeah, you're going to hell. But if you can't control that, that doesn't make your soul evil. Right. Do you understand? Yeah, I've always wondered about... You know, like, clearly people that do certain things are, like, not right. And they have, yes. like, mental illness. Yeah, like, that's that's always kind of, like, what I've wondered. So, yeah, that does make yeah, sense. Yeah, and, and you can't control that, so that's not something that your soul can help. You know, I've crossed over, like, um, there was this one investigation that I went on, and this family was being, like, completely harassed by the spirits there and the kids were terrified and I went there and um there was a man there and his wife and two kids and the children the spirit children were hiding in the closet and they were afraid of the father and then I started talking to them and he had gotten um let go from the coal mines and he had, you know, no means to support his family, and he was, something snapped in him, and he went home, and he took a gun, and he shot his wife, and then he murdered his children, but he killed her first, and then he killed the children. Oh, my gosh. Was it in that same house? Yeah, it was in the, in the actual building, and people living there didn't know any of this and they're like well doesn't our landlord have to disclose these things and 
and I was like, yeah, you might want to ask him. Um, but I was able to cross over. I brought the whole family back together, made them understand that, like, it wasn't him. Like, something happened. Something went wrong in his mind. And, he, you know, that it wasn't something that he could control at the time. And then I was able to cross them all over together to heaven. And then the people, the next day, they went to the owners of the building and they asked them, you know, about what I had said. And they confirmed that that had happened there. That was one of the first cases that I ever actually did. And I was learning. And that was kind of validation for me that, like, okay, like, this is what I felt. This is the spirits I talked to. This is how I helped them. And then for them to validate that that all actually happened. Wow. You know, that, yeah, that gave me, I guess, the confidence in myself to keep helping people. Yeah. And those people didn't have any more issues. There was no more, tor like, no more torment, no more haunting. Like, everything was fine from that time on. So then I was like, all right, well, I'm, now I'm just going to help everybody. <laughs> So when you do, like, home cases and things like that, do you go by yourself or do you bring, like, others with you? No, I um, I have, I take my husband with me, and, and before he was in the picture, I had a team, um, and it's so funny because my mom, of all people, you know, didn't believe me when I was a kid, and then she started going on investigations with me and, and helping people, and she was like, oh, my gosh, like, if I had known then that this is what was happening to you like it would have been so different but I had my mom um my aunt had gone with me on a few cases um one of my best friends um Lori she would go my cousin Kelly would go we had like a whole team we'd go in there <sighs> and uh now it's we've kind of all you know gone our separate ways and and my best friend passed away so she goes with us in spirit but Aww. usually it's just me and my husband and then like my mom or we have a friend mark that investigates with us now so usually like three or four of us but sometimes it's just me and my husband he doesn't generally let me go anywhere myself because you know you never know what you're walking into <laughs> right so he's like you're not going without me and just in case and do you see like your your loved ones like your best friend who passed um I get signs from her and, and my loved ones and sometimes I'll get messages from them I've had them come through when I was doing readings for other people um and it's just like my uncle would come in he'd be like hey like oh my gosh hi <laughs> um but you know it's so strange because as much as I do for other people and, and I can talk to their loved ones and I help them I don't get to talk to mine yeah like that so it's people always ask me that and they're like why is that like I don't know <laughs> I really don't know I don't know the answers yeah I don't <laughs> Like, they come to me when, when they have a reason to, I guess, but... And, like, you're talking to us right now, so, like, can you, like, feel or see, like, our people, or do you have to be, like, channeled into that specific person? Um, it depends. Um, normally, like, 
I, I, we kind of have an agreement up there that like when I sit down with someone, um, you know, I have like this speech that I give them to explain what I'm doing and how it's going to work. And when I start saying that, then they immediately know they're like, okay, it's time. And they'll come through sometimes just talking like this. Um, people will start to come through. It just depends on if they want to talk to you or not, <laughs> I guess. I, 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 I have to ask who Frank is. Frank? Hmm. Frank. I don't know, Frank. Do you know a Frank? Not that I can think of. No. I don't think I know Frank either. Okay. Well, Frank is passed, so if you have... Um, family members that you could ask who Frank was, then you can validate him. Oh my God. When I had, I had a palm reading done with someone that just reminded me, she asked me who Frank was. That's weird. Who's Frank? I don't know. I'm going to have to find out who Frank was. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <that laughs> ask your you. parents or something. Oh my God. I just remembered when we did that, when I had my palm reading done with uh, Debbie. Yeah. She said about Frank. I've had more than one because since Timmy died, like I've, I'm like been obsessed with mediums. That's why I got yeah. a hold of you. But, um, <laughs> I like have had more than one, like ask me who this young female was. And I was like, I don't know. Cause like, I don't have family that I knew. Yeah. And I've never had anyone close to me besides my great grandma. She was like 97. So it wasn't her. Yeah. <laughs> and was she really small? My great grandma? Yeah. Yeah. Tiny, tiny little woman. Yeah, really small. She was yeah. like five feet tall. Yep. She's there. <laughs> she's, she's with you. That's cool. She's amazing. But she, besides her, like until Timmy, I had never had anyone close past me that I knew. And I figured out. It was my grandma who actually died when my dad was in his 20s, and he didn't have me till he was, like, almost 50. So, I was like, geez, like, that's insane. Yeah. And then that day that I messaged you, you asked me who James was. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, what is she talking about? And then I was like, duh, like, Uncle Jim. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he he died when I was like five or six, but like I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and that's how they do it. They like to. I find with me, there are when I do readings, there's a lot of people that will come through, and and I get a lot of names, and I never used to, and it used to frustrate me because I was like, why can't you tell me your name? Yeah. And then that kind of, like, opened that door because now it's just, like, boom, 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 boom. They give me all kinds of names. And the crazy thing is, a lot of times, the person I'm reading for doesn't even know that person. Yeah. And then they go to their family and they ask. And they're like, oh, yeah, this was so-and-so and this was so-and-so. And it's like they like to give validation for after. And, and it's not always the people that you think or that you would want to come through, but it's just everybody who's been connected to you is still connected to you in heaven, so they're still with you, and they'll come through and talk even if you never met them, which I think is amazing. Yeah. The only person I can think 
it might be is my grandfather's brother, because I think his name might have been Franklin. Hmm. You are going to have to ask. I was going to say, you'll have to, like, find out. But that's, the whole time talking, I just kept hearing it over and over and over again. I was like, okay, and then you guys asked me, and I'm like, (laughs) okay, because I wouldn't just approach people or I feel like that's invading their privacy yeah your family and your loved ones that's a very personal thing and I'm not one to just like invade someone like that so if somebody asks me then if they talk then I relay the messages but people always ask me like do you go up to people in the store and like will you approach people (laughs) I'm like oh heck no (laughs) no that's not me at all I like do do they come to you as like I don't really know what I'm trying to ask but I've had two readings done and I honestly which I'm sure you can agree to this like so far in my journey I've only found one person like one medium that I actually like really connected with I mean they were all like amazing but like Mm -hmm. one that I just really loved and but, like, everyone I've talked to, like, always sees it to me in, like, a different form than, like, how I knew, like, how I was, like, how he was with me. Mm-hmm. So, do they kind of come to you however they want? Um, they do, but in my experience, for me, they always come as the person would know them. So, like, if they show themselves to me they would show themselves so that I could describe them and, and you would know who I was talking about. Yeah. Um, the, the only time I've had them, like, change how they show themselves is um, a lot of times in a reading, um, though somebody will have a specific photo of them at a certain age, mm-hmm. and they'll show themselves that way, and they'll have me describe them that way, and then they'll tell me there's a picture and then, you know, they validate, oh, yeah, I have a picture of him or her, and that's what they they look like. Or, um, really, that's, that's it. Most of the time, they show themselves exactly as they were. Or if they were very, very old and they passed, a lot of times they'll show themselves at a younger state. Yeah. Um, but generally, they don't really do that. I mean, they... They want to connect with their loved ones, so they want them to know, you know, who they are. And if they can't get their name through to me, then they're going to show me, you know, what they look like so that they can validate them. Yeah, I've, I've just, well, like I said, I only had one medium that I really, really connected with. And it was literally within two weeks of him dying. So it was like, it was like super hard anyways, because he didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. He's still been transitioning, probably. Yeah, so the other people that I've talked to, like, haven't really given me a lot of validation as far as that goes. Because, I mean, they all say the same things. Like, they'll say, like, both of them, the two I'm specifically thinking of, said 5'11", and he was, like, 6'3". So I'm like, no, but then like certain things they said could be like, yeah, could be. And honestly, you have to be careful with, um, 
the people that claim to be mediums uh, because there are a hell of a lot of them mm-hmm. and there are not that many people with that gift yeah so like the people in heaven tell me like this is how many mediums there are on the entire planet and I look on Facebook and it's like medium 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 <laughs> there's no way there's no way and I've tested a lot of them because I've like asked them to do a reading for me oh wow um, and not one yet has been able to connect anybody and I know all my people and I know like my family and not one has been able to tell me anything relevant it's all been stuff that I'm just like I have no idea what you're talking about oh like they've like said oh I sense this person and stuff and it made no sense yeah and you can like you know you have to be careful because they can be very vague yeah you know and and people tend to when you're in that state and you really want to talk to someone and they're like oh you had someone pass blah 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 then you immediately are like oh yes you know this person (laughs) and then you tell them that and then they run with it so you know I always tell people I will never talk bad about anyone or or you know steer you away from someone but I always tell people like you know you have to be careful because there are not that many mediums yeah there are a lot of sensitives there are a lot of empaths you know there are a lot of people with psychic gifts but the medium to actually talk to people in heaven that's a rare gift yeah and there are not that many so i always warn people just be very cautious don't tell them too much like if they bring something up and you're like, it's got to be who they're talking about, don't assume that and and kind of feed that. Yeah, and, I, was, I was kind of going to ask you, do you think that people use their, like, intuition, like, if they have a strong intuition to kind of run with it? I, you know, I, I don't really know because I've, like I said, my experience with mediums, you know, has not ever you know shown me anything so and I've never like said that you know like I've never said oh so and so they don't know you know I would never do that but yeah um for me you know that's a true test to me like if you if you can't tell me anything I mean and it doesn't have to be the most specific or most obvious thing but I just know so like if you can't tell me anything that's going to connect to me you know there there are kind of I've noticed a lot with certain people, like, I'll be doing a reading, and I'll say something, and they'll just want to, like, oh, yeah. and I actually have to stop them, and I'm like, no, 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 like, don't say anymore, don't say a word, <sighs> let them tell me, so I can tell you, and, like, don't say names, don't say these things, but, you know, I just, I worry about the people that, you know, take advantage of people or maybe they think that they're doing something of service, but they're really just misleading people because you can take information and say anything and something's going to connect somewhere. Yeah. I, with my experience, I always have a list of things in my mind that I'm like, okay, if this is really you, I want you to say that. Like, there's yeah. always like a specific thing. Yep. And. <laughs> 
like I've said about the girl that I found, and it was completely out of nowhere. Like, she is amazing, and she she probably, and I don't, I don't disagree that the other people I've talked to have gifts, because I truly believe they do, mm-hmm. but she has been the only one that has specifically, like, it was only two weeks, like I said, after he died, and I just kept thinking like about nursing school and I was like he wanted he I was in nursing school when I met him so I just kept thinking like say something about that and like as soon as I walked in the she had it written down and she was like before we do that like (laughs) it was like something about like nursing school graduation or something it was like specific to that I can't even honestly remember because I was just so filled with like That was, like, the time where I was, like, living on autopilot and didn't even know what was going on. But she is the only one that set, like, my specific thing in my mind. Yeah, and that's that's when you know. And a lot of people will do that or, um, you know, they will bring an item with them and see if it gets brought up. Yeah. You know, and I always tell people, like, if you're going to bring something... You know, don't tell me that you have it. Like, don't tell me. Yeah. Just, if you want to do that, that's fine, but I don't want to know. You know, and the less I know, the better. And half the time, I don't even know someone's name. Like, they'll schedule with me through a text message, and then they show up at my house. <laughs> or, like, I go to a group, and they're, you know, it's one person talking to me through text, and they're like, well, you know, I have, like, six people, and I'm like, okay, so... Like, I get there, and I don't know anybody. Yeah. And that's that's the, the beauty of it, because a, a lot of people think, like, well, you can, you know, Facebook search, or you can, like, find information about people. And I always found that so funny, because really, things like that you're not going to put on Facebook. Right. And the things that come through in the readings, for me, are, like, weird, off-the-wall things that, like, you don't post about nor do you think about that being something that someone who passed would bring up so it's like they make sure if if you truly are a medium they make sure that they tell you things that there's no way that you could just look someone up or look on their page and you know see that information and sometimes it's really strange stuff so you, you'll, I'm sure you'll, you'll find out when I do your baby show. <laughs> I know. I'm excited for you to do Kristen's reading. I'm so nervous because I'm just not really sure how other people are going to react to it. Yeah. I know, like, yeah. specifically my mother, she literally told me when she found out that I went, um to a medium she was like once what did she tell you Michaela oh she was like that's something you do for fun with your girlfriends for entertainment I went to one before and and I never got that important phone call and that guy never came to my life (laughs) I was like I literally was like mom like she was probably at like a fair or something yeah like they're not a fortune teller like she they're not claiming to be a fortune teller like this has nothing to do with (laughs) with what you're thinking so like and like she's very religious and I'm really nervous about how his family will react because of 
you know, they've lost their son and their brother, you know. So yeah. I'm nervous about it. You didn't it, tell anybody? But no. <laughs> it's supposed to be a surprise. I'm excited for the baby shower. Maybe we'll figure out who Frank is. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Uh, I honestly feel like if if I wasn't meant to be there and to to do readings for the people that will participate, then you never would have found me or asked me. And sometimes people are very skeptical, but I people are always put in my path for a reason. Like, I don't advertise my readings. I don't, you know, <laughs> offer like, hey, I'm doing, you know, this or that. Like, I... I let people come to me. So everybody that finds me, either it's word of mouth from someone that's had a reading from me or they just happen to, like, stumble on me. Um, And so I kind of just let God, like, guide those people to me. So I feel like if I was guided to you, then it'll be okay. It'll be fine. There must be a message that, that they need to hear that, that I'm the one they need to hear it from. I'm literally so excited. <laughs> I think his parents will really like it and his brother. My, I think so too. My biggest thing is though, like, what if he doesn't even come through? And then they're like, well. Oh, he but, will. I guarantee it. <laughs> well, his whole family's going to be there too, so yeah. why wouldn't yeah. he? His son, like, everyone's going to be there, so. He's going to come through with probably, like, 20 or 30 of their other relatives that they're just like, holy shit, like, I can't believe all these people are talking to me, but, yeah, it's always. Is it ever, like, overwhelming for you? Um, no, I, I'm really, I've really just become so used to it, it's just, like, second nature for me. And honestly, I couldn't imagine my life without it um, because the the fact that people trust me to, you know, get into their personal lives and, and for me to talk to the people that they love the most uh, and to share that connection is a really special thing. And I'm so blessed for that. And, and for all the people that I meet living and past, uh, I honestly you know would not trade it for anything in the world and and it's never really overwhelming like if I don't do it like if I have like a sometimes God will give me a break and he's like all right I'm giving you like a week you won't have any readings by the end of that week I'm like insane I'm like (laughs) all right where are they at come on send me people I I can't like not do this (laughs) and then like I'll get texts or emails or somebody on Facebook and they'll be like we need readings I'm like oh thank you (laughs) <laughs> Do you have any specific rating that has really stuck out to you the most? Um, oh my gosh, there's there's a lot. Um, there have been some, you know, really traumatic losses for people. Um, I had, just not too long ago, um, I have a lot of dreams. And people will come to me in the dreams sometimes before I go to a reading. So say I have a reading with you tomorrow like tonight some of your loved ones might visit me in the dream and they'll show me like specific things and what they look like and and then uh, when I do the reading I describe the dream to the people and then they are like oh yeah like this and that makes total sense um so I had a dream and there were like 
that night, like four or five people came to me and there were a couple I could not place with my readings. And so I made a post on Facebook and I gave the description of the people and um, what they showed me in the dream to like connect them. So somebody on Facebook saw my post and they knew who I was, who the one girl was. And so they contacted her parents who were very Catholic, very religious, don't believe in mediums or any of that. They shared that post with them. When they saw that post, they reached out to me and asked me to do a reading. I saw and that post. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And so they almost canceled on me like three times. And they <laughs> told me that when I got there. Like we literally like almost canceled. And I went there and they welcomed me with open arms and their loved one and, and many others came through. And they were just so happy and so at peace with it and so relieved and you know i think they even put a post you know on my page about it like we, oh we just that's love amazing her. and and that was really memorable to me because she knew that it was going to be really hard to get her parents to come to me <laughs> so she's like this is the only way that i'm going to make this happen and just thinking about that and how she had to to maneuver that whole thing so that I would post that on Facebook, they would see it, send it to her parents, and that they would be willing to meet with me based on what I described in the dream is amazing. Yeah, that is that amazing. That is truly amazing. What, like, it's, it's crazy. What do you do in, in a reading with you? Like, what's the process like for you um, and for, like, your clients? It's really very simple. Um, we just sit down and I tell them how the process works, that, you know, their loved ones will come through. And if I say this, people are probably going to come through. So excuse me if I have to ask questions. But <laughs> um, this is basically my, my opening is I say that I'm going to tell you what comes through for me and I will have you validate it. I do get a lot of names. If you don't recognize a name, just remember it because they're always connected somehow, but you might have to ask other family members or people who they are. Some of the names that come through are people who are living because they're trying to connect themselves or they just want to talk about someone who's still here. So if a name comes through and you're not sure, just ask me are they living or past and they'll tell me and if it's not the right person they'll say nope that's not it and we'll have to keep going until we figure out who it is um if they don't come through with a name then they will connect in other ways like they'll tell me grandmother on mom's side or grandfather on dad's side or i'm uncle i'm aunt they'll connect in those ways or they'll tell me how they passed so just validate that you know who they are, but don't say any names because sometimes before the end of the reading, they'll give me their name to validate that it was them coming through. And then I tell them 
I ask them if there's anything they don't want to know because some people, you know, don't want to know certain things. They generally, well, they will never say anything harmful, but they might bring up health concerns that they have about somebody, something they see coming, um, you know, somebody that's going through something that they, they're concerned about and they want to talk about that. Um, and then future, they do see future uh, to a certain extent because we do have free will, so that can always change. But there are certain things that will not change. Certain paths, no matter which way you go, you're going to end up in that spot at that time. So there are certain things that they'll bring up about the future. Um, and they'll, they always give validations, which is one thing that I love because um, now I've got um, Tony. Tony? Mm-hmm. Does anybody know a Tony? Mm-mm. I don't... Uh, my... Oh. Well, my dad... My dad's dad's name was... Anthony. But they didn't call him Tony. <laughs> I don't think so, anyways. And he's passed? Yeah. Okay. Is it a living person? Nope, he's passed. Oh, okay. Um, and like that, and they'll just like come through and tell me things. Um, but that's basically how it goes. And like, I always ask that, like, just validate what I'll ask. You know, you can say, you're not going to lead me if you're, if I'm like a name and you say, yeah, that was so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Um, cause some people are like, we don't want to say too much. I'm like, but sometimes you have to kind of help me out because they're going to say, you know, this is how I passed, this is this, and you can say, like, yes, I had someone that passed that way, and they'll they'll give more validation. Um, and they usually like to give validation after the reading, so they will give me things that um, will happen after the reading. So, like, for example, this one reading, I went to, um, to uh, Greensburg, and I met this woman at this hotel. And she got them to open up, like, this conference room area for us to do a reading. And we did the reading, and one of her loved ones said that they were going to send her a squirrel. Now, mind you, this is, like, winter. It had been in the negatives. And she's looking at me like I'm nuts because she's like, there's not going to be a squirrel out in this weather. (laughs) And I'm like but that's what she's sending you. So I was like, just remember it. So the next day I get a picture and a text message, her loved one that said she was going to send that squirrel. She went to her house and when she pulled up right at the front of the driveway was a big fat squirrel just sitting there. Oh my gosh. And she sent me the picture and she's like, this is my squirrel. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that's, that's insane. Like, it amazes me, even. Like, I know they tell me they're going to do things, and then, you know, I always tell people, I'm like, please share it with me when you get what they say, you know, because I love seeing it. And another great example, I did a reading for this very distraught father, and um, his son had passed, and... I helped him a lot, and his son kept saying, like, You're, he, he told me to tell him that he was going to get a giant buck on hunting. 
like first day of hunting a giant buck so a lot of time had passed and hunting season came up and my husband and I were actually out hunting at the same time and we're sitting in the woods and in our blind and I get this text message and it's the father and on the first day of hunting he was only out for one hour he got this huge buck oh my gosh and I immediately started crying and I was in just total tears and it was it was amazing and he's like he sent me my buck he's like I didn't believe it I didn't believe it was gonna happen and you know I was I was I cried for probably like 30 minutes over that and I was just like I can't believe it like yeah like he was out like an hour and there it was like huge and he just sent me the picture and I he's there holding the buck and I was just uh, immediately crying I was like oh my god so it's it's amazing the signs and the things that they can do and they always like to give me those things so that their loved ones have that after and they know without a doubt that that they were talking to their loved one and I just I can't even express how blessed I am for that and people always say like thank you you and you and you and I'm like it's not me it's them like they're the ones that are telling you this they're the ones that are sending you the signs all I'm doing is relaying that message that's amazing yeah I have a question like you talked about free will and all that stuff and like the future and certain things being set in stone yeah do you think that a person's death is set in stone no okay it's not certain people um make choices like you have certain paths in your life and the choices that you make affect the outcome and I've had a lot of people come through who weren't supposed to be in heaven yet um, but because of their choices um, whether it was you know drugs or just you know being irresponsible or you know just whatever the case is um, you know it was not their time and just the circumstances surrounding everything made it happen so there is no predetermined date and time that you're going to die no matter what yeah um your choices have a lot to do with that so the people that you know you're given many choices and many paths and a lot of times you know a destructive path when you're choosing it so if you continue to choose that path then your life is going to be shortened a lot i if i feel if you don't I feel like um, it was. It's always like one of those things because you know when something happens and people are like, "Well, you know that was meant to happen," or um, you know it was their time. God took them, you know. And I'm just like, but like, why are people saved every day from modern medicine? Then you know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, why can? can why can people commit suicide and things like that? So the, I've always wondered, you know. I agree with that. I think it's your choice. 
your choices. Yeah, how a lot of it is. It. And I think it depends, too, on the situation, you know? Like, mm-hmm. when freak things happen, too, I think. Yeah, God can't control all the physical things that happen here. So, if somebody, you know, gets drunk and gets in their car and hits a car full of people and kills them, you know, that's not God's will. That's not God saying, it's time to go. That's the person who got behind the wheel, drunk, yeah, who caused that accident. And, you know, people do survive amazing things. And sometimes their loved ones are able to save them. And they're like, how did that car roll over 12 times and that person is still alive? Yeah. They had someone protecting them. But sometimes they can't. And they don't even see it coming. So it just depends. You know, God can't control everything. And people are like, well, how would he let this happen? And why would he let that happen? Like, you have to understand, we're all here and we all have choices and free will and people do a lot of really stupid things. And I don't think, like, I believe in God, but I don't believe God in, like, the Bible version of God. No. So it's like, I don't believe that, like, he has control over the thing, like, everything in that sense, in the Bible sense, you know? No, he doesn't. And it's not like the Bible. The Bible, you have to remember, was written by man. Yeah. So, and and you have to think, and this is something funny that they told me in heaven, because I was like, I struggled with that a lot, because people would say, you know, I was brought up in the church, and, you know, I'm very religious. I, I believe in God, but I have, I have my own beliefs, and church was made by people the Bible was written by people and do you really think back in that time that God was speaking and somebody was chiseling on a rock <laughs> all of those words as he sang them? Yeah. Not, not possible. Cody and I have kind of talked about this too like um, what's, what's the whale comment you make? <laughs> like I have a hard time believing that Oh, Jonah was swallowed by a whale and survived. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I always say, the one that always sticks out to me is when they say Jesus walked on water. Mm-hmm. And my thing with that, and this may be so bad, but this is just, this is what I think. I mean, he didn't literally walk on water. It was a sandbar. <laughs> <laughs> like, you walk out into the ocean, and it might be up to your waist, but then you get to a point where you might come up, and you're, like, ankle deep. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like you're walking on the water, but you're not. And when he says about turning, you know, water into wine and feeding all the people, he's not meaning literally. Yeah. It's like if you have one loaf of bread and you look at that and say, oh, we only have one loaf of bread. Or you're like, oh, my gosh, thank you, Lord, we have one loaf of bread. And you split that and you make the most out of it, you know, he could feed all the people on that because that was enough. Yeah. They yeah. Going, we need more than that. So um, people take the Bible way too literally. Yeah. I literally had this conversation with my mom. God love her. I love her more than life. But she's very religious. And she said to me, 
she made a comment and of course like in my situation I'm like triggered by everything and she made a comment because when I was a baby she almost died and her doctor was like I knew you were gonna die I can't believe you survived and it was like an infection and things like that so she made this comment to me that was like Jesus isn't done with me yet and I literally probably took it more offensively than I should have and I said so you really believe that you were saved by Jesus but for whatever reason Timmy was not (laughs) like you know and I'm just like you were lucky like your situation is something you could have come out of and you're lucky and it could have been God, it could have been spirits, it could have been whatever. But don't ever tell me that you, God's not done with me yet. Right. Because I'm never, I'm never going to accept that, like, I'm never going to accept that somebody, somebody deserved to die over someone else. Right. So. And that's true. That I, I agree with you there. And it's always another thing for me is that God is is God and he's I know that he's real I know that heaven is real because I see it when I do my readings and I talk to the people up there and they tell me but I can't make everyone believe that I can't make everyone see the truth about that because like basically who am I they're gonna say oh my god like this is what the bible says and this is what church taught us right how dare you say anything different but to me Jesus was a man Jesus was not a miracle child from God Jesus was a a a baby that was born and who assumed that role he was a worker of God Mm mm-hmm and in a sense, God's son, because yeah. he had gifts, and God said, this is what I need you to do for me. When people worship Jesus, that bothers me. Yeah. Because Jesus was a man. He was like all of us. And yes, his his role and his spiritual being and, and what he had to do, yes, that was way beyond what a normal person would ever have to do. But he still is not God. So that kind of, and just knowing what I know, that bothers me. Because, like, I don't look at Jesus as, you know, someone that I should worship or or anything. Because there's only one person that you should worship. And, and honestly, that's God. And that's in your own way. You don't have to go to church. You don't have to be religious, so to say religion is created by humans so god doesn't care the catholics the buddhists the atheists they're all together in heaven it doesn't matter yeah i agree people who don't believe in god who are good people who live their life and they just don't believe that but they're still good they still live and they have good souls they end up going to heaven and then they're like, oh, shit, he was real. <laughs> like, I should have believed in that, but they're still there, so it doesn't matter. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like religion is just, it doesn't matter. 
And that's the hardest thing to get people to understand. Your relationship with God is your relationship with God. And that's all that matters. Right. He doesn't care if you get up every freaking Sunday and go sit in a church. <laughs> that does, that's not going to make or break you going to heaven at all. So it's like people need to realize that. Like you, there, it's just, it drives me crazy. But I'm not in a position to like, I mean, there are, I do encounter a lot of people that I talk to about these things. And they, they, they understand and they do believe what I'm saying. And I feel like if God needs me to tell more people, and he's going to need them to believe what I'm saying. Right. So timing is like everything for yeah. me. So I just wait and I, I help the people that I can help and who are placed in my path. And I give them my knowledge to do whatever they want to do with it. And, and that's all I do. It's like one person at a time, one group at a time, one and that's that's my purpose. That's I devote my life to this. Like, I think this that's is... amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait to meet you. I know. Same. Is, I'm excited too. Is, I love it. Is there? <laughs> and even though you're like, some people might not like. They might be like really uncomfortable or whatever. Like they'll be to fine. me. That just makes me even more excited about it. Because <laughs> I know that that they would not put me in a position where, you know somebody would be like mean to me you know I yeah just, they're I know not gonna that be they mean. would not do that and if i know that i'll be able to help them i'm excited so I'm, I'm excited, excited to see too. like how you'll help everybody and is there like any last thing that you would want us to know about you or about what you do um i don't know i just it, it's my life um i love it and and I, you know, I, I've devoted my whole life to it. And the funny thing is, like, you know, I'm a real estate agent and I'm a notary. And I um, I was allowed to do that. But through the years, like, I, I've just been doing my readings. And and I would, like, try to go get a job. And I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to work again. I'm going to get a regular job and just do what regular people do. <laughs> And I have put in applications, like, 30 or more. And, like, I have qualifications. I have certifications. Like, I have a good work history. Not one person called me for an interview. Not one. And then as soon as that happened, I was flooded with readings. Because I would just be like, if you need me to work, I'll work. Like, I'll do what I have to do. I don't care. I will work. (laughs) And God's like, oh, no, you won't. And, like, then he just keeps giving me people. So I'm like, all right, that's, I don't even bother anymore. He lets me do the real estate because that's not as consuming as something else would be. Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited. I'm, yeah. Me too. I can't wait to meet you. And thank you so much for talking to us. Oh, thank you for, for talking to me. It's awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you at the shower. Okay. Well, thank thanks you so much. so much. Have Bye. a good rest thanks, of your night. Guys.